You're very welcome to episode 150 of Treaty Talk with myself, Jack Neville, and Matt Callan of the Weekly Observer and Vale Star. Another bumper weekend of action to look back on Limerick Rinta and All Ireland final. Peter Casey's red card was thankfully rescinded. We've ladies football to look forward to, and obviously the Munster Minor final on Wednesday to look back on. So do stay tuned. Impression the game, we get all with what you put into it. It's like a walk of life. If you're good enough, go and get it, no more about it. Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me find out there from the world court today. No more about him. They made all the run that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact of it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. No sympathy in this game for anybody. Um, as usual, the, the entrance gets you going, Matt. But um, it does. I, I just love to hear what that man's take on Peter Casey would be. <laughs> of course, we will. I'd say some will be listening to your your opinion on it. But just on that, we we got brilliant news last night. Um, this was late enough in the evening. I was just sitting back watching Love Island after training. And uh, just popped up on the phone that Peter Casey was free to play, free to play. And as always, everyone, you're more than welcome to get your comments in, and myself and Matt will go through them. But Matt, justice justice was done was is the main main idea from that that Peter Casey will be allowed to play in the All Ireland final. Absolutely, Jack. Um, no, no, no question at all about it. Um, in, in, in the heat of the moment and in real time, um, you you would um, find it very very difficult to form a very definite opinion about it. Um, but there's one opinion that, that you would form immediately, um, would be that it would be anything, um, and the referee indicated that he, he, he was he was going to send him off for um, an alleged head, headbutt, that any any such behaviour would be totally out of character with, with, um, with, with Peter Casey, as you know, Jack. And and we have been watching him uh, watching him long enough, and and um, uh, but then on seeing the footage, and, and seeing the footage of, of 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 the incident, I, I I don't know from Adam how anybody could construe that Peter Casey was guilty of 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 what he was alleged allegedly charged with. Now, in in fairness to to, to the referee, to a point. Um, he, he, he obviously didn't see, he, hadn't, he either hadn't a clear view nor didn't see the incident. Now, he consulted widely because he first went to his linesman and then he consulted, consulted at length with, 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 with the umpires. And obviously he sought a consensus as, as to what, you know, as, as to what occurred. But there was such an element, he consulted for so long there was such an element of doubt in 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 their minds, um, unless some one of the officials was absolutely definitive. Then I think Peter Casey should should definitely, at first instance, should have got the benefit of the doubt. But look, all's well that ends well. Um, it's it, it it's 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 fantastic that Peter is is back. But 
but more so, it, 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 it is fantastic that Peter's name is, is cleared um, in, in, in this case. Um, Peter, Peter is, is, is one of the people, um, like we, we pay exorbitant prices um, to, to go in to watch matches. But he's he's one of the reasons we don't mind we don't mind paying it. Um, he's an absolutely hurling artist. He's he's a sportsman to his fingertips. Like I've been watching Peter Casey right up through the ranks at club and county level, and like is there any accusation of uh, anything untoward, unsportsman like that can be levelled at Peter Casey? There isn't. I have never seen anything but sportsmanship out of him, and and I'm absolutely delighted. Um, it it it's it's a huge boost, Jack. Um, it's a huge boost to Limerick, a massive boost to Limerick. But like, who wants an All Ireland final without one of the best players in the country? Like, we want to see the best players in the country uh, grace our showcase there, and thank God. That Peter Casey is going to be there. Yeah, thank God Peter Casey is going to be there. And just like it was pretty inconclusive, there was one angle that looked terrible, and then there was another angle that made it look very innocent altogether. So when it's inconclusive and you don't have real proof, and just looking at Peter there afterwards, he probably knows himself that he probably shouldn't got involved, but that he did nothing really wrong. And I think, Matt, it should come into your character, should come into question if it's not really like clear cut that you should be sent off. And thank God Peter Casey's undoubted reputation as, as a very clean and, and brilliant hurler has, has come to the fruition here. You're, abs you're absolutely right, Jack. And the, 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 there was a camera shot of Peter Casey subsequent uh, to him being sent off, uh, sit sitting on, in the stand. And he certainly didn't have the face of somebody that was guilty of anything. And um, but you know, um, I, I I can't understand um, quite a number of people in public, for whatever reason, Jack, were prepared to go out and incriminate Peter Casey. I I I think that it, that is shameful, because we all know it's not just us in Limerick. The whole country knows that the, the record of Peter Casey. And the impeccable record that he has as as a sportsman, and like certainly un until uh, until it was tested and disposed of, people should have reserved judgment. And as I, I, I'm viewing the footage, I don't know now a number of people that viewed the footage. I don't know from uh, from God how anybody could construe that that anything was was um was untoward. Um, you know, I, I find that disappointing that people were prepared to in, in, incriminate Peter Casey. A certain element, of course, but but of course the vast majority uh, of people, uh, notwithstanding a Limerick bias or anything, but 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 talking to people, uh, um, not just from Limerick but outside Limerick, could couldn't couldn't see any logic at all as to why he was sent off, and that's from the footage that they saw in the Sunday game. Yeah, but anyways, justice and common sense have prevailed. Peter Casey will will surely start his first All Ireland final um next Sunday. Just a few of the comments there. Thanks, keep and keep them coming in. Rosie Hartnett, thank God for that about Peter Casey. She's light for Peter and all the lads. Great that he was proven innocent. Quan Limerick, um, Antonio Colpa says great news. Um, the Shellminator is back. Go on, Casey, why get men the match now? 
next time out. And Sean O'Tierney makes a good point. If he's a good game in the final, he will get an all-star this year. And, and just, I suppose, more on the game itself and the team and the performance from Limerick. Like, Peter Casey is definitely in the reckoning for an all-star. He will be there in the final. But that, that inside forward line, I, I kind of want to touch on Seamus Flanagan as well. Flanagan, Casey and Galan were pretty much unmarkable against Waterford. Yeah, they 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 were really really on on top of their game. Uh, of course, um, Angelan really had a had a point to prove, um, as if he had a point to prove, I suppose. But you know, having set out the first half of the Munster final and coming on and making such an impact, he he certainly has 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 driven on. But as for the other two, they're they're absolutely on fire all all, all year. Um, John um, Seamus Flanagan has has had a, an absolutely fantastic, a fant- he, he's actually Seamus Flanagan um, has had a fantastic two years. Mm. Um, if he, like if you look at Seamus Flanagan's career, he really hit the ground running 2018, and I suppose he would be forced to admit himself a small bit of a dip in form in 2019, but come 2020. And 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 again this year, absolutely on fire. Super fit, super athlete. Great to take his scores. He has Jackie has scored one nine in the championship so far, all from play, which is a fantastic return from a, a, a full forward. We're, we're going back to the days of Joe McKenna for for um for that type of a return from a full forward from a, from a Limerick full forward and look we know what Peter Casey we know what Peter Casey brings to it like he, Peter Casey um the, the work rate that Peter Casey puts in apart we we see his scores but the amount of work he puts in um from he's he's all over the place he's he's a pure nuisance um for any defender to watch uh, or to, or, or to, to mark, um, but you're right. The full forward line, I, I, I think they, 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 they led Waterford a merry dance. Now I was expecting, I, I was quite expecting that you know we were going to have a tighter situation this year, in that Waterford would have learned from the All Ireland final last year. But Jack, I made a judgment on Waterford the day that we were in the um, down in Walsh Park for the league game. And, and and I really felt that they were not in a good place. All right, now they beat Galway, like they've beaten Galway eleven times out of twelve in the championship. So that 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 comes down to routine, probably. Um, they 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 um, they they went on then and beat Tipperary. It it's it, it's a Tipperary team that you know I I was expecting an awful lot more. I was expecting a final kick from from the elder statesman of 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 the team and. We we saw like that um, one of the first of them went this week in in in, in Brendan Maher like and um, like it's only fair that we should say um, as hurling men that that Peter uh, Brendan Maher was one of the great hurlers of this generation, yeah. no, no doubt at all about it. But for, for club and and for for his county and and uh, was was um, like Peter Casey a, a, a great sportsman absolutely and. Um, you know, sad to see him going, but obviously he, he he saw the writing on the wall, and you 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 just wonder is it is it the start of an exodus in Tipperary? But I, what about it failed to convince me, Jack? And um, they, they they certainly. But I, having said that, I was pretty sure going into going to Croke Park last Saturday that you, you know that. That there was no way there was going to be eleven points in it that they, that they, that they would have closed the gap somewhat, but lo and behold, you know, 
I, 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 I think an 11 points defeat certainly doesn't flatter Limerick. I think it flatters Waterford more. No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't flatter Limerick. And I suppose the game was probably summed up in the first 15 minutes. Like, And to be fair to Waterford, I don't think any team should be playing four weeks in a row. And we mentioned that. But that was that's what, what the case was. But Waterford gave their all in the first 15 minutes. Stephen Bennett knocked over Barry Nash. And he knocked over Hegarty as well. There was a... Jerry Burns was put to ground. Three big men like put down. And still the scoreline was 4-3 in Limerick's favour. And, and it kind of felt as though Waterford had given their all and Limerick just absorbed it. And then the second quarter, did they outscore him 11-3 or 4 or something like that? Yeah, the right was on the wall very early in that game. Mm -hmm. That Limerick just are just too powerful for Waterford. Yeah, but Jack, that's, that's where Waterford got it uh, tactically wrong. Um, you know, you're going into your 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 your, your fourth game. Um, like tactically, you need to have something in the tank going in the home straight if you have serious ambitions about winning it. And like it, it was a question energy-wise of putting all your eggs in the one basket in, 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 into the first quarter. And like, not because they're Limerick. You know, let let's forget about our green boys and all this sort of stuff. Like. You're, you, you're, you're taking on the most physically powerful side in the country, possibly the most physical powerful side that we have seen for many a day in the game. Huge mm. men. And like you, you, you're taking those on and going toe-to-toe -to -toe with them, going physically with them. Jack, I think it was all wrong. Yeah, it, look, I think I think Liam Cahill had to try something that didn't really work. The running game in Crow Park last year in December, it didn't work again. But I still think there is potential on this Waterford side that they could upset a team and could possibly be the second-best team in Ireland. But I think Limerick have their number and have had for some time. But one player that really stood out for me, Matt, and he, like, he probably hasn't got the plaudits he deserves. And last year, 14 Limerick men were nominated for All-Stars and one man from the starting team was left out. And that man was Dara Donovan. And, and I was high in the Hogan stand, or the Cusick stand on Saturday. And to watch this man's performance, and you can see the picture here. There's three men around him, but they can't get near to him. Dara Donovan, like a performance for the ages last weekend in Crop Park. Yeah, a, a, a top performance um, by by Dara Donovan. Absolutely delighted for him. And and um, but he he has been monotonously consistent. Like he goes about his work. Uh, match after match after match, never never dips below a certain level. And you must remember, he has made he's made a huge contribution um, to Limerick's march to the final. Um, he, the, the the goal he got, he has a goal got in in in, in, mm. in the championship. He has um he and um, he, his performance. You you know, it's the sign of a great player. Like um, you go on to the big stage. When the stakes are high, and All Ireland semi final day, they they don't come and much bigger. Only one comes bigger, and certainly losers on All Ireland semi final day are quickly forgotten. But by God, Dara turned in a performance for for the ages. But he, he's one of these guys, um, you know, that goes under the radar. Yeah, he works hard, goes about his business, um. Does whatever he's asked to do, play play whatever whatever role he's asked to do, and does it to the best of his ability. Now, um, I, I I I thought he was 
when he was coming up back in 2013 and 2014 and I'm on record of writing it and 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 um, and, um, and 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 saying it that that uh, I, I honestly thought that he he was a real senior um hauling midfielder for the future um and um, certainly that that has been borne out like to a certain degree Darrow Dunham's performance on 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 last Saturday didn't surprise me in the slightest Jack um it, it was that he went up to an unbelievable level last Saturday and I'm absolutely delighted for him and 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 to um and to get the man of the match award um was was very 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 fitting and yeah. uh, you know like you know he, he was left out of 14 last year and um you know i i'm not for um um arguing that that people should be shortlisted or nominated if they weren't good enough but it was very very hard to see how darrow donovan wasn't good enough to be nominated with the rest of them last year yeah and we'll, we'll touch on all stars i just want to get your opinion on all stars before the final game later on in the, in the podcast so stay tuned for that but you mentioned there dara his work goes under the radar and like Nicky Quaid's work goes under the radar and I know me and you champion him every single week but again Nicky Quaid in Crow Park like impenetrable like you, you never ever felt in danger even when Jamie Barron was five yards away from Austin Gleeson had a shot like two of the purest strikers in the Waterford team and Nicky Quaid just stands up strong and, and goes about his business and there's never a fuss made over it but it's incredible goalkeeping we're seeing every week from Nicky well, I was asked in Croke Park last week, no, will I ever stop talking about Nicky Quaid? And the answer the answer is no, because um there, there is so much to be said about, about about Nicky Quaid and about his his achievements on and off the field. I shall look look, Jack, at 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 at, um, at the risk of being repetitive and saying what we've said, you know, what a player, but what an individual, you know. Absolutely, you know he's symptomatic of of why this group is 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 so successful that it is. And I, I I've said it a number of times, and I've said it to Nicky himself. I, I I would regard Nicky as one of the best outfield players we never had uh, uh, playing for Limerick. Yeah. Uh, like see what he has achieved outfield when playing with Effen. Absolutely fantastic midfielder. Like took him took him uh, to an All Ireland semi final. Play, playing at centre back way back in 2012, intermediate semi final, All Ireland clubs. You know, this guy, there is no end. I'm not, look, and anything Nicky Quaid does doesn't surprise me anymore. Um, yeah. You know, the, the, the ball he pulled down from um, on, 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 under the crossbar, the save. I have from it there. Jamie, Jamie, you have, absolutely. The, the save from Jamie Bam, and there's no doubt whatsoever about it. It was not over the bar. Um, <laughs> he, you know, uh, Nicky just keeps, excuse the pun, he keeps moving the goalposts in terms of performance um, year on year. It just just simply incredible. And um, for that person that said it to me, I, I have no plans whatsoever to stop talking about Nicky Quaid any time in the near future. Yeah, and even just, I think this photo sums it up, man. I don't know if you can see it on your screen, but the people at home will be able to watch it. It's the one he catches over the crossbar. And yeah, like, that's the one. That's the one I'm talking about. And and like they say, was it over the bar or was it over the bar or this, that, or the other thing? It certainly wasn't over the bar. But like even looking at the photo now, like he he can't see that ball. There is no way Nicky Quaid's eyes are on that ball. It just I don't know the the, the natural instinct that he has for a goalie like is incredible to be able to catch the ball over the bar and you can't even you can't even see it. But I suppose that's 
that's Nicky Quaid, and, and every day he does yeah, something but, new. You see, we we, we we give him we 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 give him we give him credit. You see, and rightly so. Um, and you can't give him enough of it for for being a goalkeeper, shot stopper. But like his reading of the game and he, the way he's able to help the defenders in front of him, that goes unseen. Like mm. plus the fact that the, 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 that the confidence he instills on those outside him, um, to think that you know if all comes to all, um, sure Nicky is there anyway. You know that they have Nicky Quaid behind him. You know, you possibly can take liberties that you otherwise mightn't take in, in may not take in defence. Um, you know, just a fanta fantastic, absolutely fantastic. You know, thank God he's from Limerick. Yeah, um, Hennessy in the comments uh, says Nicky is always outstanding. Um, David Richards said he's glad to have Peter Casey back. Um, Sean O'Tiernick talking about Dara Donovan. He was class, work, or work rate unbelievable, but even outside that, he's 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 sweet as skills from Dara and from all the Limerick team. Um, Hanishi he also says that Seamus Flanagan is on fire and just probably to finish up with the the red card. I don't know if we can see it all here, but essentially Liam Gordon, who was lines in the day, saw the incident informed the referee toward the yellow card to both Casey and Gleason. The referee asked the umpire and he said to give a red card. So at the end of the day, justice is done. Moving on from the red card and and, and the game, it, well, not even the game itself. Limerick are obviously into a second Munster or All-Iron final in a row, third in four years. What what improvements can they make from the Watford game, if any, Matt? Uh, I suppose at the face of it, you'd say, what improvements can you make if if if, if you win an All-Ireland semi-final pulling up? But I, I, I still think that we haven't seen the full potential of Limerick yet. Um, you, you know, we haven't seen the type of we haven't seen we haven't seen the level of free flow and power play that 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 we saw in the All Ireland final uh, last year. I think they still have to recapture that level. But uh, they, they, you, you know, all right. Notwithstanding the half, um, the second half against Tipperary when they they really hit 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 an all time high because mm. because they had to. But what's what's so hugely important. And, and John Kiley touched on it in his briefing during the week about them, how, how happy, pleased he was with the improvement. There was game on game and he could see the improvement and blah, blah, blah. But um, I, I really I really think that the, that the serious incremental improvement um, has manifested in the championship. The yeah. performance, notwithstanding the first half against Tipperary, uh, in general, was much better than that against Cork. And like we saw, we saw the performance last Sunday, last Saturday, which was um, up, up a notch again. Plus the fact that it was a performance over 70 minutes as distinct from 35. So there is another notch to go, I honestly believe, to, to, to get back to the rhythm and the fluency that we saw um, in, uh, in, in the All-Ireland final last, uh, last year. And... Like we've said it a couple of times in this cast, I, I have been believing and nobody has told me, but I have been believing myself all the time that right from the outset, John Kiley and his management team targeted four games with, with three quarters way through. No, there's, yeah. there's only one game to go. It, it, the, 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 the roadmap was set out for them. And and I you know I it, it like Jack generally teams can only peak once in a year 
and it's all about peaking at the right time. And we yeah. we, we we saw the timing of, of it in in 2018. Um, you know, two two huge huge challenges: Cork in the semi-final, Galway in the final, um, and this year Waterford and Cork. Um, like, and last year again, of course, twas 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 um. Was Galway in the semi-final, and we, we, we really didn't know what to expect from Waterford in the final, other than that they would throw everything at it. Um, but I, 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 I think timing your peak is absolutely, um, absolutely essential. And given the incremental improvement that we have seen from game to game, um, I think there will be another notch up on 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 um, on Sunday week, and and let's hope we'll see where it takes them. Yeah, and. Just to bridge away from your point for a second, I think Sinead Connick made a, a fantastic point there about Nicky Quaid. Any team, hurling, soccer, football, whatever, you need to have a confidence in their goalie and it makes team job is a whole lot easier when you have that kind of goalie. And with Nicky Quaid, they don't get much better than him. And we'll leave that for the Nicky Quaid talk for the day. Um, you think yeah, well, I, I, I agree totally with Sinead, and uh, she, she's making the point that um, she, you know, she's adding to the point that we made about defenders, you know, that. Uh, you know they have they have extra confidence when they're when they're playing in front of a fella like Nicky Quaid, you know. Yeah, and moving on from the Limerick game before we go to the Cork game, had you any issues with hay bales on the way up to Dublin? No, no. I unless they put them on the train track, I wouldn't have issues with them, Jack. Oh, you went by the train. Yeah, we drove up. We left home at about well, we left the skeeton at about eleven o'clock, and a few of the lads didn't leave till it was closer to I'd say about half eleven or quarter twelve. And we were up in the Lewis at about half one, and they arrived in the crop Park at half five. So small margins, but thankfully everyone yeah, there. Yeah, I, I, I can see. I, I can see the reason for it now. I can see the reason for delaying the game. Hmm. You know that there will there would be a public safety issue in it, but certainly Darrow Donovan in his um, acceptance speech of of the man of the match award made a point about it. You know, and there is there, there is more than an element of validity in the point that that uh, um, that Dara made. You, you know, um, all right, public safety absolutely hugely important, and I suppose we're probably more conscious of it now than ever ever before with 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 the um, with the COVID outbreak and, and all this sort of thing. But um, like, I, I'm not so sure about the wisdom of it. Um, as a principle, I'm not so sure about it. Of 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 um, now, if there were crowd crowd congestion or something outside the ground, maybe, maybe. But um, um, I am um, I'm not I'm not convinced of it, Jack. That that it was the right decision. Um, on public safety, probably yes, but um. You know, and it would be a pity that people that were trying to get to the game um, couldn't get to see all the game. Yeah. I suppose the secret is, Jack, go on time. Yeah, <laughs> that is the thing. And look, you'd, you'd hate, like, you can see from both sides, like, Dara obviously is, is a fine-tuned athlete and they'll, and with Paul Connacht there, they'll have everything down to the minute, down to the second yeah. nearly. So to push back a half an hour, it just adds in delay. But at the same token, you don't want anyone missing a game because I know for my friends they left at 12 that was five hours before the game like even with heavy traffic you'd be there in three and a half like max so like I can see where both sides came from but look everyone saw the game Limerick won it couldn't have gone much better for Limerick the following day then we had a real classic between 
Cork and Kilkenny, and, and no one could really call it beforehand. But just from Cork, what like what did you make from Cork? They threw away that six point lead like they did against us in twenty eighteen, but this time they had the composure to regain it in, and Cork were the deserving winners at the end of that. Uh, there was no doubt at all, at all about that, Jack. They 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 were the, the, they were deserving winners, and they were you know they were deserving winners in normal time. I would have said that um, you know it, it raises a question about them how they they conspired to get themselves into a situation where they had to play extra time. Mm. Um, but I I think the most heartening thing from a court point of view on on this occasion was the way the players having having thrown away the lead and you know having had one foot in the final and then to have it dramatically taken away from them you know that that there was i suppose there was doubts um although strange to say i i would have had no doubts about their their fitness level or their their um you know in coping with the extra time but like would there have been a mental block there because a lot of those players were around in 2018 when 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 something similar happened, and 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 we know how easily they they, they were turned over, yeah, you know, would that have been a mental block like Jack? They they they, they were on the threshold of winning the of the winning the hurling match, like it was a last gasp goal, like that had deprived them of a place in the, in in the All Ireland final, so um, I I you know um. I think Cork will be very, very pleased, and we're 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 um, we're um, looking at um, we're looking at a team that has improved dramatically, improved dramatically um, since the um, since the opening round, um, and will be totally. And I don't want to preempt anything that we might be talking about next week. Um, preempt, and you know that will be a totally different kettle of fish, like. Cork have got their mojo back, and they've mm. they've 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 got we're Cork um, attitude back, and um, like they 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 will be a different kettle of fish. Oh, definitely. And look, we won't talk about it much, and I probably won't even talk any more about it today, to be honest. But like I said at the start of the year, and when we spoke about when the draw was made, that I really think that Cork are a bogey team for Limerick and have been for the last few years and not to say Limerick lose every time or anything like that but just they seem to play way they have a way of playing against Limerick and this year in the Munster semi-final Limerick shut that down pretty quickly but I someone mentioned the podcast last week if if that penalty goes in like if we're not relying on Nicky Quaid to stop one of the greatest strikers of all time and Patrick Horgan scoring a penalty like Corker nine points ahead midway through the first half now we saw against Tip that Limerick have the ability to come back but just a word on Cork and they're kind of they're growing as a bogey team for Limerick, really. They are, and uh, you see, Cork uh, never shot the forwards um, hmm. during the band spell, and like 16 years without an All Ireland, Cork is a lifetime, you know, and it's nearly a crime, you know, down hmm. there. Um, uh, but, but they had serious defense, defensive issues for the last number of years, well documented. But they, they seem to have rectified that. They seem to have rectified that. Um, Robert Downey seems to be be, be settling in um, very well at fullback. Um, yeah. But you know what? How does how will he match up to the Seamus Flanagan test? That's that's going to be um, that's going to be um, 
well, 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 that'll be one of the deciding bat battles in 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 the All Ireland final. Mark Coleman has settled in at centre back, so they 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 have the they have the spine resolved, and uh, I I think Timmy O'Mahony is playing out of his skin, uh, um in 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 what is probably his best position, which we thought at the beginning of the um of this championship when we discussed it, and um, John Millerick has has moved in very very nicely to form a very good half back line. And um, two cornerbacks, Niall O'Leary and, and um, Sean O'Donoghue uh, are, are playing very well. And, uh, of course, um, Cork have options off the bench in defence as well now, in that Colm Spillane is sitting on the bench. And Sean O'Leary Hayes is sitting on the bench. You know, these, these are players that would be, they'd be regular starters in other counties, like in them. Um, like to have somebody like Colm Spillane, and you know, it, it, it's a different court that, that we saw in 2018 when they had to bring Seamus Hannity back in, in into the into the um, into the game um, during the extra time. Um, Cork have real options there. They, they have real options in, in defence as well. And of course, we know the options they have in attack. They have what, um, depending on which one of them will start, either Shane Barrett or Alan Cadigan. Um, one, of, one of them is, 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 is going to be on the bench, like Declan Dalton is back after injury. So, um, like, they, 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 Cork have plenty of options now. So, and they, they have a much, much stronger bench. And it will be a far, it will be, it'll be a much better Cork team than we played in the Munster semi final. And it will certainly, I think, be a more potent Cork team than, than we played in, in, in the All Ireland semi final of 2018. Yeah. And look, as you mentioned, that kind of Cork confidence that they, they kind of build on it. But we'll move on from that game because we'll have a full preview next week. But before we move on, from the hurling, I just put up a, my hurling all stars so far this year, yesterday, and you can find that on Sport and Limerick's website. But I just want to talk through, man, and see if you will pick any flaws of it. So, in goals, obviously, it's Nicky Quaid, and I'm sure you'll, you'll have no qualms with no that quam. one. Um, then in the full back line, I went for Sean Finn going for four in a row. I can't see anyone stopping him. I plucked for Robert Downey at full back. I just think he's really made it his own the last weeks. I thought Conor Prunty was excellent as well, but I'd go for Downey. He's another game. I did. Make the caveat that if Dan Morrissey had started one more game, more than one game this year, that he'd be well within a shouting. Who say a big final won't pull it for him? And Niall O'Leary. So that was my full back line. Did, I, did I, you... I wouldn't. I, I'm. I wouldn't be a hundred. I wouldn't be a hundred percent sure of, of Robert Downey. He certainly is a contender. I, I would have him as a contender definitely at this point. Um, uh, but you know, a lot as you know. Um, a lot in deciding the All Stars rests on a performance in the All Ireland final, yeah, and the test with Flanagan will be will be will will be it'll be a different type of test than what he has been uh, exposed to so far. So um, that that will be the test. There, there is no doubt at all he is evolving into being a fine fullback, and and um, but you, you know. Definitely, Dan Morrissey um, on the performance in the All Ireland semi final. Were he to to turn out something similar, and there's no reason to believe he won't in the All Ireland final, he certainly be a very, very, very strong contender. Yeah. Now, you mentioned there. Niall O'Leary. There's um, the, this Rory Hayes from Clare as well would mm. would be would be a contender possibly for the, for the, for the full back line. Um, and we, we, we can't forget Hugh Lawler or Kilkenny either in the full back line. 
Yeah, I have them all. I have like in the in the post itself. Um, I even I mentioned a few. I said Barry Nash, Rory Hayes, Paddy Deegan, Hugh Lawler all deserve the yeah. shout. So yeah. like for anyone that wants an in depth of it, it's there as well. But go on, Matt. Yeah, um, you know, I, I think Hugh Lawler will, will could possibly come into the reckoning, but um, he he has the disadvantage at this stage of having his campaign. Um, having his campaign finished whilst we'll say other contenders like Robert Downey and um, Dan no Morrissey have uh, have opportunities to strengthen their claims like Paddy Nash has had a fantastic year mm. uh, has, has had a fantastic year now he went off injured against Waterford that's a huge boost to Limerick as well that that injury is put behind him Yeah, and that, that, that it has been put behind him so soon that he's able to participate in in the full preparation for the All Ireland final, you know that that that, that that's that's a boost as well. And he, he's been absolutely he's been absolutely immense this year. <coughs> Barry Nash is certainly a contender. Yeah, you'll you, you, Rory Hayes there. Um, after that, it's 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 it's. Um, I, personally, I I can't see Conor Prunty um, getting the number three. Yeah, you know, um, I don't disagree too much with you, but I don't agree with you, Jack. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. How does that to, sound? Moving yeah. to half back line, and uh, you mentioned the importance of the final, and my full my half back line is full of players in the All Ireland final as well. So I've Tim Manny at half back, um, Dermot Burns centre back, and Kyle Hayes wing back. I don't think you can make any claims otherwise to them three. I, I, I thought who did a fantastic year as Callum Lyons. Yeah, but I just think I I don't think you can leave out any of those three. Um You do, obviously, you might as well say it though. Yeah, well well uh, I you know you, you, you were straight battle um I, I I don't know why we why we overlook Declan Hannon in these type of situations. It probably just goes unnoticed that it it's it's so reg it's probably like the Nicky Quaid thing that for so long overlooked. Yeah, sport. um like some of the things he did um uh, last Sunday and my uh, last Saturday in my opinion were off the top shelf. Yeah. If so, I was to pick a team and I wanted a, a centre back, it would be Declan Hannon all day. But I suppose in the purpose of these teams were half like there's three halfbacks there, they're probably allowed to shine a bit more. But if I was picking a starting fifteen from scratch, I would have Declan Hannon at six every day of the week. Yeah, I would too, certainly. Um, yeah, Tim O'Mahony, Dermot Burns, yeah, Kyle Hayes. Really you hard to argue with you, Jack. But I, I think Callum Lyons will come into the reckoning. I think um, De I think Declan Hannon will come into the reckoning. Um, again, there's the caveat of the All-Ireland final. Now, you, you're forgetting about Mark Coleman. Yeah. I have you know, I have these players mentioned like but I just went for my, my top three but like a lot of it will come down to the final and it's all just guesswork. Padraig Walsh, Kenny. Yeah, I have uh, them. It it all comes down to the final, but just a bit of, a bit of fun to, to ease us out of it a small bit. But I know what you mean. But moving on from that line because there is so many players. Um, in midfield, I went for two that aren't in the final, and I to be honest, I think they'll only be placeholders until the final is over. I mean, for Jamie Barron and Carl Malone, I think both of them deserve to have their name up there for stellar seasons for their teams. But I think William Dunahoo and Dara Donovan or Conor Cahillan or Luke Mead, I think two of them will probably come in and take over by the time the final whistle goes. 
next one there. Well, uh, I, I, I would, I would, um, I, 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 I would look at um, Dara Fitzgibbon as being a certain for midfield. I thought he hasn't been as good this year. Like I know, I, I know what he can do, and I think Conor Cahillan probably plays midfield a lot for Cork. I do. And talent alone, I would, I would go. I would go with him. Um, it, 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 it would be one of the Limerick duo I would go with mm. because they've they've been remarkably consistent for the reasons in which we said. Um, but certainly, I I would be putting um, um, I, I would be putting Dara Fitzgibbon as a banker for midfield. That's we'll we'll have a difference there. So we, we yeah, want, because we want. I, but apart from being a huge admirer of the way he plays the game, you know, he's he's a fantastic influencer. Like, and he's 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 really the heartbeat of that core team. You know, when when things begin to flag, um, it's it's the energy of Dara Dara Fitzgibbon more often than not revives it, Jack. Yeah. Um, I I'm not so sure about Jamie Bam. Um, like Jamie Bam was was um, was um. Like you know, he didn't have a great game against Limerick last week. No, I have that caveat in there that any time he comes up against William, I don't know who he seems to come out second best, and that would probably take me towards Will at the yeah. end of the All Ireland. Yeah, like William, I don't know who now on Darrow Donovan. Like I, I think you, you, you know, could be battling for one place with with um with 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 with, with Darrow Fitzgibbon there. Um, like we we haven't spoken about Tipperary at all, and um. Uh, have any players there from Tipperary? But I suppose so far, um, you you really uh, any of them will hardly be in contention. No, the only um, player that I mentioned in the whole thing was Jason Ford for a wing forward spot, and I didn't even pick him. But I thought Jason was good. Absolutely, Dan McCormick had a very good year as well. Yeah, um, uh, but certainly Jason Ford. Um, uh, yeah. You know, very, 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 very hard to overlook him. But look, I'm jumping the gun now. What's your half forward line, Jack? Uh, what do, What would you have your half forward line? I'll let you go first. Well, you have an advantage over me in that I have no thought put into it whatsoever. <laughs> I'll give you mine. So I went for... In that you sprung this upon me, you know? <laughs> well, I know, but you're an, you're ever professional. You, you just fall in these things easily. There's no there's no preparation needed for you, Matt. But I went for Tony Kelly, Keane Lynch and Tom Morrissey. So two odd of... Last year's trio, and then Tony Kelly. Yeah, I couldn't disagree with it. Yeah, there's look. There's nothing to say that a big final from Gerard Hegarty, who seems to be yeah. just catching a bit of fire. But Tom Morrissey just like sixteen points in his last three games at Crow Park. Like, just... yeah, but you, you see, we, we spoke about Tom. He was taken off against Cork, and what has been Tom's response? The yeah. very same as it was after the Munster final last year: yeah. six points and five points. And you know, practically under the radar, like you know, but like against against Tipperary in the Munster final, Tom scores came at crucial stages. Yeah, they they were came at stages when we needed to be kept in the game, and they came at stages when we needed to close out the game. Tom is a big, big occasion player, and oh. and he can rise to it. And you you know, all right, things didn't go his way against Cork the first day, but that can happen any player. But um, Tom's consistency consistency is absolutely remarkable, and you're absolutely right. He obviously loves Croke Park. Um, it, it's 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 his stage, and um, yeah. you know, like what he's got he's got eleven points in the championship in two games. 
Yeah. Ten, ten from play and one from a free. That's yeah. that's Tom's statistics. Uh, he's just. I, I'll, I'll take it all day from a wing forward, Jack. <laughs> you will, and I just I made the point there that he's looking to join Dan and two all stars, but there's nothing to say Dan won't have three. But the the Morrissey household are going to need a, a new room for all these all star awards that well, they're still going to come up with. They'll need a new shelf anyway, you know. Yeah. But there's there run out of room on a shelf already. But and then into the full forward line, I suppose looking at it now, I probably have um I've already changed my mind. But I went for Jack O'Connor anyway in the corner, hundred percent guaranteed. Seamus Flanagan at full forward. I can't say anything other than that. And I went for Austin Gleason the other corner. I think Patrick Horgan probably has a lot to say with that. And Peter Casey, I don't think Austin will be there by the end of it. But I don't think you can argue with Seamus Flanagan and Jack O'Connor. No, Jack O'Connor, like does does there's only one more comes to mind um, uh, when I think of Jack O'Connor and that's sensational. I, you know, his speed, uh, as a hurler to a certain degree, he's he's unorthodox, and I suppose that helps him. And and and, and like he's he's finishing prose and his his appreciation of the game. You 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 can have speedsters that run all over the place and run into corners. But Jack Connor is somebody that's running with purpose, and um, um, he's he's um, uh, like he, he's been the find of the year. And I, I'd say Jack O'Connor, he's probably would he be young enough to be nominated for Young Hurler of the Year? Uh, I think Young Hurler of the Year now is just under twenties. So I under twenty, uh, yeah, 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 because he he certainly would be right up there with that. And um, I, I I would certainly be giving him be be certainly giving him one of the corner forward positions. Um, very, very hard to see anybody ousting Seamus Flanagan. No, I can't see it. If, even at this stage, you know, where things yeah. not even go right for him in the All-Ireland final. I, 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 it'll take a superb performance from somebody like Horgan or um, Gleeson doesn't have the opportunity anymore. He, mm. he's, he's out of the race. But we, we have no Waterford player in it. And if we're to crystal ball what, what might be the selection, it's very, very hard to see a beaten semi-finalist. Now, you have Jamie Barron in it. I haven't. I have two Clare players in mine as well. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. But I, 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 don't agree, I don't disagree totally with you going back now. I meant to say it that a minute ago. I don't disagree entirely with you about Carl Malone now. Yeah. I think he's, he's, he's been very good. And I think Young Hayes has been very good at the back, you know. Yeah, I think just with the way things are gone and you only have four fixtures, it's very hard if you've only played two of them. Or even three to some extent that you can get award. Like it just like if if all the Limerick players and Cork players show up in the final, you could really see twelve or thirteen of them named you on the could. team. It, just. Yeah, look, it's it's all about exposure, Jack. Mm. So Adrian Mullen, we haven't spoken about him. We we haven't we haven't spoken about TJ Reid. TJ, yeah. Um, that that can that be a case man for own Cody? Yeah, I put him in after Jack O'Connor, but I don't. I, I can't see Jack O'Connor not getting it. So I just no. I cannot see. I cannot see Jack O'Connor not getting it unless the the the, the water falls down around him, um, in 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 the um in in the final, which which is unlikely. Uh, he seems to have the mentality for the big day. Um, yeah. We'll see. It was. I was only just interested to, to see your opinion there, Matt. Um, as, yeah, as you said, yeah. a, good, a big all-iron final will change everything for all those players. But don't forget Peter the Great, Casey. <laughs> yeah. He has his chance to shine now. Um, that was just our my all-star team and, and Matt critically analyzed it. 
I just James Cotton here says Keen Lynch is the most outstanding player in the country for me this year. I'd have to go along with that, and then I'd probably have Sean Finn and Kyle Hayes making up the top three. But that's definitely for another day, Matt. Um, we spent enough time talking about Hurland today. I I I I I I, I disagree with him. Oh. Uh, the most outstanding player in the year this year, the most outstanding player in the country for the last four years, I'd say. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ken Lynch. I was, yeah, yeah. I was wondering, very rarely, if ever, has taken a back, a back step or anything like that. Keen Lynch has been outstanding, but so has the whole Limerick team, thankfully. Um, we'll move on from the Harlan, Matt, because we've spent nearly an hour at this stage. Um, we could talk about Harlan all day. But there was disappointment to Cork during the week. Um, the Munster minor football final. Limerick went in as, as underdogs, but at the water break, it, it's it's 1-8 to 12 in favour of Limerick, and Kevin Dennehan's men are, are, are main, I suppose they are at this stage, are, are dreaming of a first Munster football title since 1956. I suppose they probably ran out a bit of steam, a bit of pressure comes on towards the end, but it's a, it was a brilliant performance for Limerick, and one to take great heart from, if anything. Absolutely, Jack. Um, I, 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 I rarely left a Limerick match after being beaten so proud. I don't think ever did I uh, of the, 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 the performance of of um the of the Limerick team and full credit to um to, to Kevin Dean and, and his backroom team. They had their team meticulously prepared. I haven't seen a, a, a Limerick team as a, at underage level as well prepared as they, they, they had everything in place for them. And, and um, you know, coming into this game, Jack, it, it, it needs to be said, they had to be rank outsiders. This was, this, 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 this was a court team of all the talents. They set a record in the first round of the championship when they beat Waterford by 40 points. They carried it on in the semi-final when they inflicted a first defeat in the province in Kerry in nine years. Kerry were gone for nine in a row. They scored a goal and a point in the first three minutes against Limerick. But Kevin Dinahan's men came back. It will tell you about the character. To lead by 12 points to, to 1-8. And by 13 points to 1-9 with eight minutes remaining. It was absolutely phenomenal. Those players that were sent out there for Limerick last Saturday or last Wednesday evening, they left everything on, 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 in Simple Stadium. Absolutely fantastic, an absolutely fantastic performance by a Limerick team. Like, you know, any team. With a team coming facing a team with the, with the pedigree that Cork had coming into it, and to fall four points behind inside three minutes, they would have died. Any team from any county would have died. But there was something special about this team. And there yeah. obviously is something special about this group of players. Um, Kevin Dean and his backroom team have, have been with these players. And, and we, we, we have flagged it back in 2019 as under-15s when they entered, took over 40 players up to Abbottstown for, for the Dermot Early All-Ireland Tournament and won both the A and the B competitions. The Dermot Early Cup and the Dermot Early Plate, which, which was phenomenal. 
Now, the nucleus of, 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 of those two teams formed the minor team that, 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 that we saw last, last Wednesday night. Plus a good few additions, Kevin Dean told us, quite a good few additions. But this is, this, in my opinion, you know, full credit to the lads for the way they have prepared them. Full credit to the lads for the way they performed on the field. But this is the first tangible dividend and evidence that the academy system in football is beginning to pay dividends. It's the first dividend of the, the academy system. And Limerick, were, now, they were beaten by seven points in the finish. It is a total distortion and a total flattery for Cork that they won by seven points. They just got that run in Limerick. Limerick's gas had gone low. They'd given it everything for 50-odd minutes. And, and, and Cork just, they had that, just that extra bit of power and that extra bit of power to come off the bench and, and, and see out the game. And, of course, the bit of, the, the bit of tradition as well. You know, but full credit. I could not speak highly enough um, of of what I saw on Wednesday night. As I say, I I don't think I ever left a game after after Limerick being beaten as proud to be a Limerick person. Yeah, it was a, it was a brilliant performance, and the word you use is, is pride, and like you, you couldn't help but have pride for for them young lads that have done themselves, their families, their team so proud. And I I, I was talking to Kevin on Tuesday and just. The way he speaks, he, he exuberates confidence in a kind of, not in a, in a really out there way. It's just very quietly confident, very sure in what he does. And like he spoke after the game, he was talking to John Kyo afterwards, and he said, we said to them, this can't be a once-off. We've got to kick on here. Three boys are underage again next year. They have to be our leaders next year. We've got to kick on, get back here again. Who's to say this can't happen on a regular basis? And like straight after a defeat like that, Matt, where you're so close to getting that breakthrough win, it's it's taken away from you by a good card side, but you have the composure to get back in that frame of mind that this is just the first step on a journey. This isn't the end of the journey. This is only the start of the journey. Yeah, but it, 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 that is because Kevin Dean has a vision as to where it should be going. You know, and it's it, 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 it's buying into that. Um, he, he's he's seeing the bigger picture and probably seeing the greater plan, and he is he, prepared to buy into it. And it's probably, you know, this is a stage in the development, um, which I asked him the question from, from 2015 or from 2019. And, um, you know, he probably will see that, um, right, 20, 2019, what they achieved. Like, it was an achievement what they achieved, Jack. Hmm. You know, right, they lost the Munster final. First of all, it was an achievement to get there, and they won two. They won two games to get there, and they 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 they, they really put it up to Cork. His vision is that this team will go on and develop further, and evolve further as a football team, um, head, heading up for the for for for, for the under twenty grade. So, um, absolutely, his 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 um his 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 remarks after the game. You know, they 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 were absolutely excellent, but the. Um, they, they, they were the thoughts of, some, of of somebody that had a greater vision and has a greater plan, and 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 um, you know, and is he, certainly buying into that plan. And of course, everything he said, Jack, was totally right. Oh, yeah, spot on. Absolutely spot on. 
you know, yeah. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's anyone could argue with him. Yeah, and it, it was very reminiscent of of listening to Billy Lee after games. Just like they're even if things go wrong on the day, they're so assured of what that vision is and where they want to go, and they know it, it's not going to be a linear line. Like it's not going to be straight. There is going to be bumps and troughs in the road, and you just take it as it comes. And look, at the end of the day, as you said, it's an achievement to get to a first Munster final in 23 years. Limerick haven't won one in over 65 years. So just to get there and say, look, we're back. We're at the top table again. And, and who's to say they won't go on next year? Yeah, yeah there's that, 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 three of the players underage again next year, which is more than um, they had this year. They had only two coming over from from um, last year. Um, uh, Carl Murray, who was the, um, or Dara Murray, Dara Murray. Who, was the, uh, who was the captain at midfield, and Carl O'Mahony, who unfortunately only played part of the game against Clare due to injury. Mm. Um, and um, he, he was a loss um, a loss on, on, on Wednesday night. Um, but the, <coughs> there are three players, um, one from um, one of the, one of the starting 15, one of the subs and one of the extended panel who are eligible again next year. Yeah, and look, they got the semi-final in 2020, the final in 2021. Hopefully 2022 will be the breakthrough year. It's just... It's just a pity that we won't see these players in action for their clubs. Um, obviously, the, the club championship kicks off this weekend. We'll have a special preview coming later on today, but just they're that bit young. But look, we'll let them enjoy their time with the minor team. No doubt they'll be with the 20s next year and their clubs. But a well done to Kevin Denahan. It might have been the desired result. It isn't a Munster, Munster victory, but a Munster final is nothing to laugh at. And it's brilliant to see. And again, well done to Kevin Denahan and his men. And, and they can enjoy their club championship campaigns with their clubs at under-19 or under-17 level, whatever they may be at. Um, before we finish off today, Matt, as well, we have ladies football to look forward to. It's been a, it's been a break since we last saw Donald Ryan's women in, in action. Um, it probably hasn't been the campaign that they hoped for thus far. Only one win from three games that come against Derry. They lost out to Antrim and Wicklow. But they have a chance now this weekend against Carlo, who are languishing at the bottom of the table. The previous with Carlo this year, they beat them already. Um, the top four go through. A win for Limerick will see him go through. A, loo, a loss could also see him go through if Derry lose. But Limerick will be wanting to get a win against Carlo, secure their place in knockout stages, and, and advance with a bit of confidence. Yeah, um, I, I suppose it was a situation that any of us didn't anticipate. Um, when we saw the format of the championship and the structure of the championship, that uh, there were only five counties in the junior championship and that four were advancing to the semi-finals we, we, we I, I think we would have been normally pretty confident that we would have we would have we, we would have nailed the semi-final place before now um but look it's still in our own hands in so far as that um if 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 we um if we beat Carlo or draw with Carlo we're there and you're right about the other scenario. If were we to lose to Carlo, um, uh, and Derry lose to Derry playing Wicklow, Derry playing Wicklow, it, it, it would come. It, it would come down to um, actually, it could come down to points difference. Then isn't that it? Because there'd be three, three counties. The on three two points. I don't think the three can all get to three points. The they're all in three points at the moment. Some one of that something there is going to they happen. They can, oh. they can, they can. Oh, they if all draw. Carl, 
if 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 Carlo if Carlo beat Limerick and Wicklow beat Derry, <coughs> it's it's it not if, if if it has to be if Derry draw at Wicklow and Limerick and Carlo draw, they'll all be on four points. If Limerick lose and Derry lose, then Limerick and Derry will both be on three points, and Limerick will go ahead by virtue of head to head. No, because Carlo have no points, and if Carlo win, they'll come up to three points. What I'm looking at here, Carlo have three points. They've one win. I'm just well, looking at the, I'm looking at the LGFA website here now. I've to be honest, now I haven't been tracking the other team. Oh, games one second now. Oh, sorry. My, my apologies. Carlo, um, yeah, you're absolutely right. Carl, um, Carlo beat Derry, nine points to one five. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, yeah, you, that, that's the scenario. Like, Limerick lose, Derry lose, Limerick have the head-to-head on Derry. Mm. But it's not the way you want to get to the semi-final. No, it, it definitely isn't. But one thing is, look, it, it, hasn't, been, it hasn't been the best start for Limerick, but if you can just see it through and you can get into the knockout stages, it's kind of like a new season then for Donald Ryan's side. It is, it is. And then, you, you know, um, like, no matter how you get there, you know, um, it, 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 it's better, it, it, it's better to nearly not get there than nearly get there, if you know what, if you know what my drift is. Yeah. And, and you, you, you're right, it takes on a life of its own to a certain degree then because suddenly it's a one-off. You're, you're into one-off territory. You're, you're, you're into knockout territory. Now, um, like, at the start of the year, Derry were very firm favourites to be the, the county to miss out. No, we 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 can't we we can't take it absolutely as as written in stone that um, that Derry are going to lose to Wicklow. Forum would suggest that it will happen, but um, Wick, um, Derry in the first round created a bit of a stir when they defeated Antrim. Two weeks after Antrim had beaten them by twenty points in the Ulster final. Now they've lost by a point to Limerick. And they have lost by a point to Carlo. So, like, th- th- there's no question about it. Um, Wicklow or um, Derry have been very, very, very competitive. And, like, they're left to ponder on what might have been with, 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 those two narrow, with those two narrow defeats. So they'll be going all out to redeem themselves against Wicklow. Now, on Forum, it's very, very hard to see them stopping Wicklow. Who will want to consolidate their position at the top of the table? If 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 I'm correct there, Jack, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know, um, because I, I I presume the semi-finals will be one against four, two against three. Yeah, there's nothing to fight it, but you'd imagine that's the way they'll go. That that's that's the way they'll go. So um, uh, look, um, it, it, it was an arm wrestle when they met in the Gaelic grounds. In, in the league, there was very, very, very little between them. Limerick prevailed in the end. It's going to be a tough game in Bor on Saturday. There's, there's any doubt at all about it. But um, I, I think Limerick will just about get over the line and uh, and um, um, will not be worrying about the result that will be coming in from from Derry against Wicklow. Yeah, and, and one more thing before we go from that, just a, a small positive for Donald Ryan is 
and it's not a positive to say that the Camogie, they're, that they're out, the senior team is out, but that the likes of Roisin Ambrose and Anya Cunningham can focus solely on football, because it's very difficult for the players, not to mind the management team, to have to be juggling like top-level sport like that. It is. It is actually. It is very, 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 very difficult. Like um, Donald has been juggling there all the year with them, um, with with four players that have been involved in Camogie, two in junior and two in senior. Um, now the, the the commitments to the senior team for Roshin Ambrose and and um, Anya Cunningham are over. And um, you know, and we, we we didn't get a chance to discuss it last week, but Jack. Um, they dug out a very, very good win against Offaly to consolidate their position in, in senior status for 2022, which was um, which was it was an excellent result above in in in, in Banagher, um, there two weeks ago. So that that, that freed up Anya Cunningham and and, and Roisin Ambrose to concentrate their energies and on on the on the on the on the football team. Now I haven't seen the line out yet. Have you? No, I haven't. We were on. It could have been up since um, we came on. I'll just check here now and trust it. Because um, Donald Ryan was certainly using him sparingly, the the the, the jewel stars. Um, but um, I'm, I'm I'm sure now that um, he 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 will he will plunge um, uh, Roshan Ambrose and and Anya Cunningham right into it from the start. There's no team yet as of yet, so you'll have to continue to speculate. And we haven't been very good with guessing teams so far this year, have we? No, we haven't. Okay. <laughs> but um, it, yeah, it's dangerous territory. It's very dangerous territory. I'm glad Peter Casey is actually the red card was rescinded because imagine someone else had to start. We could have got that spectacularly wrong altogether. But um, for for this weekend anyway, Limerick versus Carlo in Burr on Sunday. Um, at it doesn't say a time, but I imagine it's two o'clock. All those games. It's, it's two. It's two. It's two o'clock in St Brendan's Park in Burr. Yeah, and that game will be shown on the LGFA portal <laughs> and. Just as we bridged into Camogie there, um, the, obviously the, the senior campaign has come to an end, but the juniors are are into an All-Ireland quarterfinal. They don't know who they'll play yet, but we haven't really been talking about that yet because it's been so far away and it's been a while since they, since they beat. Um, they, actually, they actually may be in a semi-final. We, we don't know. Um, I think they were going into the quarterfinal talking to someone. I think they were fairly confident. Or maybe they just said our quarterfinal. But I thought they said... It was quarter final, but still we don't know who they'll play. No, yet, it's, you know? it, it, it's it's a minimum of a quarter final. Yeah. The, 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 the situation is 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 Jack, there are three groups. Mm. Um and the top two teams in each group um go through. Now to it now the top three, two of the top three are drawn and given buys to the semifinals. The third team goes into the pot with the three second teams and they play quarterfinals. So yeah. if we're one of the two drawn, um, get getting a bye, we could possibly go direct to the semi-final. Yeah, and we'll... But like, it, it's been so long ago since Limerick had a game now that you just wonder, um, would they be better off to go the quarterfinal route? Yeah, it seems to suit some teams. I think Pat Ryan's young side um, will be mad for games, considering it's been so long. But they obviously they'll go through with Kevin from their group. Um, Roscommon and Clare are through in Group Two, and then Wexford and Armagh will are both through. But they play this week, this Saturday, and we'll know we'll know the configuration of it then, and we'll be touching on it next week. But that's probably why we haven't been talking about it as much because it's been a very lengthy delay, and for a season that's been so truncated, it's 
it's mad that yeah, you've had this much of a break. But well, it's interesting that you should mention Armagh and Wexford. Well, you know, it's Wexford's second team who would normally be playing intermediate, mm. are playing down at this level. And Armagh um, won the junior championship last year, and I, I, I thought it was absolute cert that that you had to, you, if you play, if you won your championship, you were promoted. So yeah, how yeah. that situation has come about, but that's another story. Um, they contested the Division Three final and in in the league, Limerick were beaten in the semi final by Wexford, the very very strong Wexford team who should be playing in a level above in which they were playing. Yeah, um, we, we've discussed that in the past, and um, I I look, I'm annoyed over it. Yeah, but I'm sure. I'm sure if the Limerick Limerick Junior team would love to play last year's champions or a team that should be. In intermediate, they just seem like the sort of team that just want to play the best and hopefully beat the best. And look, we'll be looking. Uh, we, you know, we've got to play what put what is put in front of us, and I suppose there's no use in whinging and whinging about it. But I'm in a kind of a whinging mood today, Jack. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll I'll cut you off so before you get too into which mood because we have another we have the football podcast to come come um that'll go live around midday. Um, we'll let Matt take a break. Um. The Shellminator is wondering, Matt, do you ever take off the hat? I think you must have missed last week or two weeks ago when you hit it off. No, there's there's a fervent C. Um, just a few more comments coming in. RT99, apparently Sports Wild sent on photos to Limerick showing that there was no forehead contact from, from Peter Casey. Clear vindication. And to finish off with the Shellminator, open and shut Casey. I think it, it's it's a nice way to finish. But um, many thanks to everyone for saying true. We probably ran a bit longer than we thought we would. Maybe my all-star team was probably not the wisest idea for this Friday morning. But uh, again, a huge thing. Just premature, Jack. Just <laughs> premature. It'll probably be completely changed. But sure, what can you do about that? But um, a huge thanks to everyone that that is messaging or commented or given any sort of feedback. We love to hear any sort of feedback, whether it is negative or positive. Uh, we'll take it on the chin. Um, thanks for tuning in. Next week is is the big one. It's a, it's all Ireland final week. We'll have individual Ireland final previews we'll have a, a tree talk as normal we'll hopefully be looking forward to semi-finals for the lady footballers hopefully the well realistically it doesn't make a difference the Camo- the junior Camogie side will be into a knockout game whether it is quarter or semi we don't know um, we'll have the first round of the club championship look back on and obviously then we'll have to touch on the Ireland final but there will be special previews for that but for but before, we, before we go off Jack the, oh yes the, the 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 miners, um, the miners minor Camogie are into the All Ireland quarter final against Kilkenny. Yeah. On next Saturday week, they had a very good win over Clare. I was out at it last Sunday. Um, very very useful looking Limerick minor team. Um, who opted this year again to go up to um, level A, uh, play at A level, and um, certainly had a had a very 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 stern test from Clare, but but overcame it. I. You know, came away from the game in Kilmallock with a lot of a lot of positives about Limerick Camogie, and um, you know, they, they, there's no venue yet, but they, they they will be playing they will they will be playing um, Kilkenny in the quarter final. Yeah, and uh, that sure, sure promises to be a brilliant game. But before I finish up here, um, I just want to say a uh, best of luck to Danny Neville, a friend of mine, and obviously a clubmate, a real Palestine man, true and true. He's embarking for Adventures New um, across the pond over to Abu Dhabi to go teaching for a while. Um, the best of luck to Danny. We had a nice night uh, a few nights ago, um, a share of us from Ballystine. So, and I know 
you spoke at length about how much you admire Danny as a player. So I might let you just finish there. Um, he's been yeah. a great servant to Limerick for the last 10 or 15 years. And and ever since he was born, he's been a Ballysteen man, born and bred. I'm, I'm very, very, very sad to see him go from a football point of view. I'm happy to see him going if, if it advances his career because he, he certainly develop, develops it, uh, deserves it. Like a fine footballer, a fine individual, going to be a huge loss and, uh, to Limerick. I, I can see how the loss is to Limerick. I can only imagine the loss he will be to to, to Ballystein, but whatever, whatever Danny turns his head, uh, his hand to, we wish him the very, 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 very best of luck because he, he he deserves it. He has given us so much pleasure over over a good many years now, and I have no doubt that I hope that in the fullness of time that we will see Danny back again in the playing fields of of, of, of Limerick and possibly in the green of Limerick. That it's probably a temporary sojourn to the Middle East or. Well, well, oh no, it is Abu Dhabi. He's gone, isn't it? Yeah, Abu Dhabi, yeah. Well, sure, look, we'll see. He, he's gone yeah. now anyway. I hope he enjoys yeah. it. He could be watching this in quarantine over there at the moment. But uh, the best he deserves look the any, best anyway. He deserves any look that comes his way. Yeah, and the best look to all the Limerick teams in action this weekend. And, and again, many thanks for everyone for, for staying tuned if you managed to make it this long. Um, as I said, we'll be back later on for the football podcast. That will be pre-recorded so you don't have to set your times or anything like that um you can get to it whenever you want but Matt the, the main thanks as always goes to you um I will see you in a while but for for now thanks very much and we'll see you soon thanks Jack impression the game we get old with what you put into it's like a walk of life if you're good enough go and get it no more about it Your mother sends you down to the shop for a pound's worth of goods and she gives you 50 pence. You can't get the pound's worth of goods, can you? Just about kept in. Oh, well, Charlie Buckley. To do that to Tomas O'Shea, he deserves to score from here. One of the highlights of the second game. Let me find out there from the world court today. No more about him. He made all the run and that was it. Put the ball over the barrel, the fact that it, and that's it. No ifs, no buts. Is there much time left? No sympathy in this game for anybody.